Music there by the Rova Quartet from their Totally Spinning album. That was a little bit of Radar 1119.01, music by members of the Rova Quartet, John Raskin and Steve Adams. When reviewer Jeff Stockton heard that piece, he said it sounds a little bit like a four-minute radio transmission from outer space as each saxophone sputters and hums along its own path, the lines only briefly coming into contact with one another to set off a spark. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. I'm going to be featuring music today for the Saxophone Quartet. And we'll get back to the Rova Quartet in a little bit because they're definitely a groundbreaking group, certainly worthy of hearing more than just an excerpt. Well, we heard the saxophone quartet there in uh, the jazz idiom. The Rova Quartet is a group of working jazz musicians and composers, and they do a lot of improvisation. In fact, it's, it's always kind of difficult to know who wrote the pieces. It's not like uh, a classical composition where you definitely know who the composer is. But the saxophone quartet is a very versatile ensemble. And so I want to hear it now in a, in a more classical kind of idiom. This is the composer David Maslanka, his piece Recitation Book. And Maslanka is a composer who's well known for his affinity for wind instruments. He's written a ton of stuff for wind bands of all kinds. Um, he really likes lyrical music. He says that the winds, especially the saxophones, are appealing to him because of their singing quality. So we're going to hear a very different kind of piece here. In fact, the movement that we're going to hear, Broken Heart, is based on a Lutheran chorale melody, Der du bist drei in Einigkeit, which means you who are three in one. Let's have a listen. This is the Red Line Sax Quartet performing music by David Maslanka.
More music for the saxophone quartet, but a very different kind of piece than the one we opened the program with. That was the first movement of recitation book by David Maslanka. We heard Broken Heart, based on a chorale melody, Der du bist drei in Einigkeit, or You Who Are Three in One, referring, I believe, to the Holy Trinity there. In fact, a lot of the music by David Maslanka has a spiritual overtone to it. And he also, as I said, is drawn to the saxophone for its singing quality, and I think that's very clear. In fact, all four of the instruments there are very lyrical. The saxophone quartet is often soprano, alto, tenor, and baritone saxophone, so you get a really nice, diverse range. But as you may know, the saxophone family itself is uh, quite diverse. Um, Adolphus Sax, who invented the saxophone in the 19th century, experimented with all kinds of woodwind instruments. And looking around on Google, we had fun seeing the contrabass um, saxophones and just how large they are, how incredibly big this instrument can get. Most of what we'll be hearing, though, is for soprano, alto, tenor, and baritone saxophone. I think most of you are familiar with the alto and tenor, which is what you hear mostly in jazz. The next quartet is a Chicago-based quartet called the Anubis Quartet, and I've heard numerous of their recordings. They tend to really enjoy music that, that pushes the saxophone, um, that, that features a lot of extended techniques, all kinds of key clicks, and what are called tongue rams. You're going to hear those in the next piece, where they actually stop up the, uh, the mouthpiece of the instrument with their tongue very, very quickly, and it makes this very percussive popping sound. Um, this piece is called The Mares of 33 by composer Ben Hurtman. Let's have a listen. I, I think it kind of speaks for itself, but again, keep those extended techniques in mind, because we're going to hear a lot of those. This is the Anubis Quartet. Thank you. 
wilder side of the saxophone quartet. As you can hear, there are a lot of extended techniques, really interesting sounds that he's getting out of those instruments. If you tuned in in the middle, I doubt you would think to yourself, oh, the saxophone quartet. <laughs> you can recognize saxophones there, but it's, it's always it's hard to tell exactly what's going on. And uh, if you listen to Relevant Tones a lot, you know that composers are always looking for new sounds. Um, so I think Ben there has found some new sounds for sure. We heard The Mares of 33 by Chicago composer Ben Hertmann. 
great piece performed there by the Anubis Quartet. Very, very difficult piece. Requires an awful lot of control to be able to do that exactly the way that they did. So it's a fantastic quartet, and I think we're lucky to have them in town. The next quartet I want to feature is called the H2 Quartet, and they also have a Chicago connection. Jeffrey Dibel was at the University of Chicago for many years, and uh, he and I became friends maybe about seven or eight years ago. We've kind of stayed in touch ever since. And so when I was putting together a show featuring saxophone quartets, I went to their website, and lo and behold, they've done several recordings, uh, and they're really, really fantastic. In fact, it was hard to figure out exactly what I wanted to feature. But I think this piece, Univocity by Amy Williams, uh, fits into the show really well. It shows off another aspect of the saxophone quartet here. Uh, this would be the dynamic kind of uh, angular lines, very energetic, rhythmic intensity side of the saxophone quartet. Let's have a listen. This is the H2 Quartet performing Univocity by Amy Williams.
was a piece called University by Amy Williams, performed there, I think, quite well by the H2 Quartet from their CD Groove Machine. I think it's a really fun piece. Uh, it shows off an entirely different side of the saxophone quartet. In fact, she's not so timbrely interested there. It's uh, mostly rhythm, and uh, what a great job she does with it. The next group drew me in just by their name, the Zizix Quartet, Z-Z-Y-Z-X. I thought, what the heck is that? What's a Zizix? Um, And then I pulled up their CD on CD Baby, and I read this in their album notes. An intersection can mean many different things, a crossroads, a stalemate, a conflict, or a choice to make. Our second recording project embodies the points of intersection our ensemble has encountered artistically in the last few years. We chose to record two transcriptions of pieces written for genres other than saxophone quartet, two standards of the repertoire, and two contemporary works written in the last 25 years. Such a diverse collection of music creates an interesting juncture and represents the breadth of our artistry within a variety of colors and styles. Lastly, the title Intersections pays homage to our namesake, the mysterious Zizix Road located in the Mojave Desert. And I went ahead and looked up that road. It does exist. In fact, there's even a town in California called Zizix that was called Soda Springs before, but I guess they decided to look for something a little less uh, (laughs) mundane than Soda Springs, so they went with Zizix, California. If you look at our website, relevanttones.com, we do have a picture of uh, the road sign for Zizix Road. So that's quite a lot of fun. But, you know, once I got to the saxophone quartet's page, I may have been drawn by their name, but I was held uh, by their artistry. What a wonderful group. And I really enjoyed this piece, Unquiet Spirits by John Mackey. Let's have a listen. This is the second movement of Unquiet Spirits, performed by the Zizix Quartet.
That was the second movement of Unquiet Spirits by John Mackey, commissioned by the Zizix Quartet in 2012, and that was them performing it also. You know, I wish sometimes that we had more time to play all the music because uh, the other movements are very fast and uh, more unquiet like the title. The second movement, he says, is uh, meant to be like an off-kilter dance. Um, there's this counterpoint going throughout it and then this eerie waltz-like middle theme I think we can definitely hear. But as I was listening to it, I had to look up the program notes because I just thought, well, you know, for unquiet spirits, uh, they sound very dance-like there, but that is, in fact, the composer's intention. And then the third movement is this, uh, as he says, perpetual moto or perpetual motion piece. I was thinking about the beginning of this piece, too, because there's a term that you won't find in a music dictionary, but composers often speak of it as lovely dissonance, um, and that's when there is dissonance, but it's not jarring, doesn't doesn't clang in your ears, and uh, Mackie does a great job of that in the opening of the movement that we heard. Let's just hear it just real quick. This is from the very beginning. Very nice use of Lovely Dissonance there by John Mackey. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. On today's program, I'm featuring music written for the saxophone quartet and a variety of different genres by different composers. You can find out more information on our Facebook page or on our website at relevanttones.com. I want to get back to the Rova Quartet, those uh, wild and woolly, crazy jazz saxophonists in, in San Francisco. They began in 1974, which is the same year as the World Saxophone Quartet, which I think became a lot better known. But Rova absolutely deserves their due. Uh, what a wonderful group of people. They're just so much fun to listen to. I'm going to feature another track from their CD, Totally Spinning. This is Pre-Shrunk by John Raskin and Steve Adams. Enjoy. This is the Rova Quartet. <laughs> Thank you. 
Kind of a classic jazz ending there. Pre-shrunk by the Rova Quartet. Uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to that as much as I enjoy playing it because I really enjoyed that group and, and finding out about them while researching the show, reading about the dozens of CDs that they've put out over the years, working with everyone from Terry Riley to Fred Frith and John Zorn. And I mean, just unbelievable group. Uh, that was Pre-shrunk by John Raskin and Steve Adams off their CD, Totally Spinning. 
Well, the next piece that I want to feature actually uses the saxophone quartet in a concerto setting. Usually a concerto is for a solo instrument and orchestra, and the point of that is to show off the soloist's capabilities. But in this instance, the Prism Quartet actually commissioned two concertos for uh, saxophone quartet and orchestra, one from William Bolcom and the one that we're going to hear from Stephen Mackey. So this is the Boston Modern Orchestra Project with Gil Rose conducting. We're going to listen to the first movement of Mackey's piece, Animal, Vegetable, Mineral. The first movement is entitled Jackass. Thank you. 
It's a piece of music somewhat intriguingly named Jackass by composer Stephen Mackey. We heard the Prism Quartet with the Boston Modern Orchestra Project led by Gil Rose. I had to look up that title, as you might imagine. Uh, it's pretty interesting. He says he's, he's uh, wrote it during 2003 and 2004 when he was obsessed with skiing very steep slopes covered whenever possible with very deep snow. And uh, in Jackass, the core gesture is that dramatic plunge from high to low. I think we all heard that repeatedly in the piece. And that's when you're up at the top of the hill and you're trying to steal your nerves to take the plunge, knowing that uh, dire things can result if you have a misstep there. And then he also said that that plunging gesture performed by the saxophones reminded him of a bellowing hee-haw. Again, I think that's pretty apparent in the music. That there is the saxophone quartet in a concerto setting commissioned by the Prism Quartet. We heard first movement of Animal, Vegetable, Mineral by Stephen Mackey. The next piece that I want to feature is a little bit of a mystery. I couldn't find any program notes on it. Um, I came across the quartet, the premier saxophone quartet, while doing research for the show. And I liked a lot of the stuff that I heard, but this piece really, really got me. It's a saxophone quartet and piano by a French composer who was unknown to me before, Lucy Robert Diesel. And uh, it's called Isos, although it has a question mark. So Isos? Let's have a listen. Thank you. 
called Isos by French composer Lucie Robert Diesel. Not something I had heard of before, but when I came across the CD by Premier Saxophone Quartet, I was really taken by it and so glad that we were able to feature it on the program today of music for the Saxophone Quartet. We have just enough time. We're going to hear the first movement of a piece called Circle Square by composer Joe Dudell. This is the Delta Saxophone Quartet. <laughs> Thank you. 
The first movement of Circle Square by Joe Dudell, we heard the Delta Saxophone Quartet performing. Relevant Tones is produced by Jesse McCorders at WFMT, with special thanks to Seth Kelly and Jonas Kramer. For more information about the program and the artists we've featured, you can find us on Facebook or visit our website at relevanttones.com. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of Grosvenor Capital Management, the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music, an anonymous donor, DePaul University, and the listener supporters of the WFMT Fine Arts Circle. I'm Seth Bostead, and thanks for listening.